Amen, amen, amen. It's always an honor, a privilege to be able to deliver the word of the Lord. Today, if you would, turn with me to Luke chapter 15. Very familiar chapter. Luke 15, and then we'll skip over to Luke chapter 19 for one verse of scripture that many of you could probably quote. Amen. I feel very burdened today in my heart. I may not have anyone running the aisles, nobody shouting out of their pews, but I do pray that someone would heed the word of the Lord today and know that he knows right where you are. He still cares. He still loves you. And he is here today to restore. Amen. Luke chapter 15, we're going to begin reading verse 8. Either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it? And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Verse 8 again said, The woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. Luke chapter 19 Luke 19 and verse 10 says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Today, for just a little while, in the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to talk to you on the subject, Lost in the House. Lost. In the house. Can we go to the Lord in prayer right now? Father, we love you so much. God, I am not worthy, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord, I pray, but by your mercy and grace. God, I thank you for this opportunity, Lord. I pray that I would do you justice. God, but I know your word shall not return void. God, I pray right now that you would anoint these lips of clay. God, that someone in the house today would leave restored. That somebody who is lost today would leave found, rediscovered in a brand new way. God, that we would leave this place forever changed by the power of your Holy Spirit. And we ask and believe all of this in the wonderful, precious, holy name of Jesus. And the church said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. We all have lost things in our lifetime. In fact, it does not matter how old you are or how young you are, how much you remember or how much you forget, how intelligent or how ignorant you are matters not. We all have lost things. The keys, the remote, a wedding ring, our wallets, cash, a cell phone, perhaps even our marbles. Who knows what else has been lost? Lost things are everywhere. 
In your home, if you were to go home today and pull up the couch cushion, you would find some lost things. If you were to look under your bed, perhaps you can find some lost things. If you go to the car wash and decide you're going to vacuum out your car, you would find some lost things. I have always loved the parables of the lost things that Jesus speaks of in Luke chapter 15. About the lost things that are being restored. I love to see the grace and mercy that God shows towards us. The story of the prodigal son. I I love to see that powerful illustration of a young man who was lost. But was found and not only found but completely restored. My, the messages that we have heard about that story and how the young man went to his father and he said, Father, it's time for me to go. I want to take my inheritance. I want to take what belongs to me. And he took everything that belonged to him. And he left the father's house and he went and he lived his life however he pleased. He wasted his money on women, on whiskey, on wine, on things that did not really matter. And at the end of the day, the Bible says that after all of this season of his life had passed, that he found himself at rock bottom and he began to think to himself, how did I get in this predicament? How did I get here? How did I get down so low? And the Bible says that when he hungered, he came to his senses and he began to say, you know what, even at my father's house, if I were to get up and return home, I may only get to be a servant in his home, but at least as a servant, I I could enjoy life a little more than what I am now. At least if I am in the house and I'll get to enjoy life a little more than, than living with the pigs today. So he gets up and he begins the journey back to restoration And oh, how wonderful it is. The father sees him coming afar off. And the father begins to run. And he wraps his arms around that lost son. And he begins to weep and rejoice and hug him in some new neck. And kiss him and tells his servants, I want you to go get him a new robe and some new shoes and a ring. And I want you to kill the fatted calf. We're having a welcome home party. We're having a celebration Because my son who was lost has now been found. We have all no doubt been that prodigal at some point in our journey. Perhaps we were not gone as long as he was. Perhaps we were still on a pew, but our spirit was far from here. Perhaps we were in the house of the Lord worshiping and lifting our hands and going through the routine. But perhaps we were were a little rebellious in our spirit For the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But oh, how amazing the father's love that takes back the very child that rejected him. The very one that took something that was valuable and wasted it. But the father said, you know what? I'm not worried about all of that. The only thing I care about is that you were lost and now you are found. Now you are back into a place where I can keep my eye on you again. Now I can love you again and show you how much much you were missed. Then there's the parable of the lost sheep. The sheep that was lost, the sheep that went astray. And we could preach a whole different message today 
about how sheep get lost. But we might save that for another service. But the Bible says there was a sheep that was lost. There were 99 that were safe and secure. There were 99 accounted for. Now you would think that the shepherd would just look at it and say, well, this looks like enough. This looks good enough to go on with service. This looks good enough to keep going on with what I've got planned out. But he didn't do that. He counted. He counted and when he found there was 99, he counted again and he said, hold on. Twice I have counted 99. There is one missing. There is one that is not where it is supposed to be. But I have 99 good, well-behaved sheep. They're always on time for church. They're always at prayer on Saturday night. They're always faithful. Why would I waste my time searching for the one when I have all of these? Surely it's not worth the time and the energy and the effort. Perhaps it's already been devoured by a wolf. Perhaps something else has caught its foot and it's trapped and and it would do me no good today. Perhaps it is too far gone. Perhaps it does not want to be a part of this flock any longer. And that is why it wandered off. But thanks be to God who said, I am not willing that any should perish. Not one. I don't care that I've got 99. I don't care that there's almost a full house at Greater Life Church this morning. You don't understand me. There is one out there that is lost. It is wondering, is there anyone out there that knows I'm still alive? Is there anyone out there that will reach for me? Is there anyone out there that will come for me? All the while the shepherd is walking around searching, saying, I left the 99. They're at home and they are safe. I've come looking for you. I have left my place of comfort. I have left my place of peace. And I have come out into the darkness. I have come calling your name. I have come down to where you are to call you and to bring you back home and restore you. The Bible says all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. We have all done it. We have all been been guilty of being a prodigal. We have all been guilty of being a sheep. So the shepherd leaves the 99 and searches until he finds that one. And notice he does not come and hit the sheep with his staff and begin hollering and and being angry and aggressive with the sheep. The Bible doesn't say he's running around kicking it saying, you ignorant sheep, why did you wander off? Why did you walk off when we were on a journey? We were trying to get to a better place. But you and your stubbornness did whatever you wanted. He didn't respond that way. No, the Bible says that when he went and he found that sheep, he said, if I'm going to lead you, I don't want you following me because you fear that I will beat you if you wander. I want you to follow me because you know that I love you. I want you to walk with me because you can trust me. I want you to walk with me so that you know that when you wander off, I'm going to come find you. I'm going to come searching for you. And so Jesus walks and says, look, I know you're a tired little sheep. I know you've wandered far and who knows what you've had to endure. Perhaps you haven't even eaten. I don't know. 
But the Bible says that that shepherd put him around his neck and began to carry him back home. You hear me? God does more than just go out and find you. He gets you and he picks you up off off the ground. And he says, don't worry, I'm going to carry you the rest of the way. I'm bringing you back home today. I know you've been lost. I know you've been wandering. But today I have come to where you are to restore you. I love in a service to watch when God does this whole story in front of us in service. There's people at the altar lifting their hands and worshiping. There's people praising and they're getting deliverance and they're getting joy and peace. But you can watch in a service when all of a sudden the Holy Ghost begins to move. And the master, that shepherd, begins to walk down the aisle. He begins to walk searching. And he'll go to that very one that everybody else thought was lost. He'll go to the very one that thought, I don't matter anymore. Nobody even knows that I am missing. And God will get right up beside them. And he say, you know what? I, I want you to know I've come looking for you today. And you'll watch as there are some up there praying. But somewhere here in the back, sitting in their seat, gripping onto the seat in front of them. Tears will begin to flow down their face. Because the shepherd has gotten to where they are. And he says, I want you to know I still love you. I want you to know I still care about you. I want you to know you might not be up there responding with the rest. But I want you to know I've come this morning to pick you up and to bring you back home. I have come to restore you today. I have come to heal you today. To touch your broken heart. Oh, hakata yabohosata. Oh, how wonderful the Father's love. He comes for the one. He comes for the one everybody else thought was gone. And in his own loving, kind way, he gets a hold of their heart. And he restores them. And we come to the lost coin. The story from our text today, perhaps one that is preached on less than the other two. It is shorter. It is only two verses there. Not much is said. But what is said grabbed hold of me a few weeks ago and laid this word on my heart for somebody in this place today. Here we see a woman who had a coin that was lost. The coin was of a value, they say, that was not just a mere penny or a dime but would be considered to be the mount of a whole day's wages. But yet again, we see the beauty of the master who searches until they find and restore. But this story plays out a little differently. You see, the sheep chose to stray away. It chose to wander off. It, it got its attention shifted and somehow ended up somewhere else other than with the rest of the sheep. It chose to check out the other side. It chose to wander off and see if the grass was truly greener on the other side. The prodigal son asked for what was his and he desired to leave. He said, I want out of the house. He wants out of the careful watch of the father. He wants to do his own thing. He wants to be his own boss and live by his own rules. But the coin... The coin did not become lost outside. The coin did not ask 
to be lost. The coin did not ask to be placed somewhere that mattered not. The coin was not lost at the bar. It was not lost at the casino. It wasn't lost in the streets. The coin was not lost out in the world. This coin, this thing worth so much of great value and importance, it stayed right where it fell and it was lost in the house. While we oftentimes get caught up in the woman of this story, with the other two parables, the sheep and the son play a much larger role in the story with the father and the shepherd. They take up a big portion of the reader's attention. But I feel like the coin even can get lost in scripture. May we not miss the fact that there was a silver coin worthy of a party when it was found. You see, we notice the sheep and we make notice of the lost son. But there are some in this place today. You're no longer prodigals and you're no longer the sheep that is wavered and You have in this place today and you can relate to the coin now more than ever. For they are here, but they are lost. You are here and you are faithful and you give everything you've got. You pay your tithes, you worship, you come to the altar every Sunday, but you still feel lost. You're here in the house. You're here this morning. You were here last night for prayer. You were faithful Wednesday night to midweek service. But somewhere along the way, you were lost in the house. And you're still here today, but you're sitting there saying, Does anybody know that I'm still here? Does anybody see that I'm lost? Perhaps no one even pays attention because I am here. They're not too worried about it because at least I'm in the house. Oh, but God, I want you to know today, God, that I want to be restored again to my proper place. God, I am dying inside because I am here in body. Oh, but my spirit is broken. I am bitter. I am weak. I am tired. I am angry. God, and today I find present, but you are lost in the house. You are present, but you are passed by. You are here, but you are not heard. You are faithful, but you do not appear to be fruitful. You are in the house, but the problem is you are not in his hand. The coin that was lost was once in the woman's hand. It was in her possession, but it is now lost. But it was lost in the house. What a tragedy to be lost in the house. How difficult it is to be in the right place, but still be lost. To be where you know God has called you to be. To know you're where you're supposed to be. But you're still not there yet. To be close but yet so far. To have value but in no effect right now because you're lost. You're here every Wednesday, every Sunday morning, every Sunday night. You come to Saturday night prayer. You fast. You read your Bible. You sing in the choir. You hold a leadership position. And yet somehow, somehow you still feel lost. You say, well, how does that happen? We can't point our finger in this story and blame anyone. 
The Bible doesn't say what happened. The Bible doesn't get into depth of how it all took place. It just says there was a coin in the house that was lost. God, I'm here. God, I'm here every Sunday. God, I shake people's hand with a smile on my face when they walk in the door. God, I want them to feel your presence when they enter in. God, I get up here and I I lift my hands and I, I sing with my whole heart, God, but I am broken. God, I, I, I play an instrument. God, I preach. I help lead service. I teach a Sunday school class. God, I'm in the house, but do you hear me today that I feel lost? God, I feel like nobody knows I'm here. God, I feel like everything I'm doing is for nothing. God, I feel like the times that I do respond. God, and I do pray and I do feel your presence that I am still so far away from your hand. God, I want to be restored today. God, I am here and I know you called me here. I know you said there is purpose, but God, I sit here and I watch as the broom of your leading sweeps past me and it seems like I will never be found. It was happening just a moment ago when the presence of God swept in this place. He was getting down right where you are and he began to sweep away some of the junk around your life. That's why some of you were able to respond the way you did because the broom swept by and it began to push some of the junk away. It began to get get a a better sight in place for him to find you. And you said, oh, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord, while you're sweeping. God, don't pass me by. Oh, here I am, Lord. Come down to where I am. You see the junk that is all around me. Oh, God, I want you to sweep it away. God, I want to be found in this place. The light you have been shining in the house today seems to always cast a shadow on me, making it difficult for you or anyone else to see where I am. I've come to tell someone today who has been discouraged, hey, but be encouraged and depressed. I know you feel lost today, but be encouraged that you are still in the house. God can narrow his search today because you are in the house. I know right now you come into the house and you see everyone else walking by. It seems like everyone else is fine. Everyone else is smiling and worshiping and having a good time. But you are getting passed by as if other people don't even know you are here. You feel like you have no value. You feel like no one notices you. You're glad to be in the house. You're glad to get to come to church. You're relieved to be in his presence, but you still feel Lost. You hear me this morning. You are not alone. You are not done. God has not and will not stop searching until you are found. It said that woman swept and she shined her light and she kept going and kept going and kept going until she found the coin. I want somebody to know today before you leave this place. 
God is not willing that you leave this place and not be found. He said, I want you to know I am searching today. I have brought you into my house today. To sweep away the stuff around you. To reach down once more. And pick you up and put you back in your proper place. To let you know not only have you been found. But you've been restored. And not only that but when that happens. All of heaven will rejoice. Oh we're going to have a party around here. Because the thing that I lost has been found again. Oh I believe that's going to happen in the house today for somebody somebody who feels lost when you get found God's going to say oh praise God oh we found another one we got another one that was lost and we restored it today how can you be lost in the house I do not read where it was anyone's fault I do not read that the coin desired to stray or Leave it. I just read that it was simply lost. You hear me today. You may feel lost this morning, but there is someone searching that will not relent, that will not let go, that will not give up, that will not throw in the towel, that will not quit on you. He said he would search until I know right now you're upset that you're lost, but be encouraged this morning that you're in the house. I feel a lot better if I lose something and I know that it's in my house. If I lose my wallet but it's in my house, I'm okay. Because I know that I can move some stuff around and I can retrace all my steps and I can find it. It's a lot harder when I don't know where it's at and I don't know the last place that I was. So you hear me today, God has brought you into this place today, not by accident, but because He has a purpose. He's brought you into the house today so He knows right where to look. He knows right where you're going to be. He knows what seat you're sitting in this morning. He knows everything you've been going through. And He's come to tell somebody today, I am not willing to leave this place today until you have been found and restored. I feel better when I know leaving and coming back, He is searching until... He's, he isn't going to sleep. He isn't leaving and coming back. He is searching until He finds it. Until He finds you in your mess. Until He finds you with your wounds and your scars. And He gets a hold of you and restores you. Illuminating this place with His presence. Walking down every aisle, every pew, shining His light. Where are you? Where are you? Are you here today? Are you in the house? He walks sweeping, shining His light everywhere He goes. Are you here? Are you the one that's lost? Are you the one that is missing? Are you, are you in a pew today? Are you sitting here? Were you up there singing today? Was it you? That you're here and you're involved in the work of God and and you're in the house, but you just feel so lost. Maybe I'm preaching to myself this morning. Can we be transparent? There's time that you're involved in the work of God and you're being faithful and you're doing good and you're doing everything you need to do and you know you're supposed to do. But you feel lost. I'm not talking about lost as in you're going to hell. I'm talking about 
Does, does anybody even know I'm here? God, does it even matter? God, is my abilities in vain? Is my talents and my giftings for nothing? God, I, I just feel lost. God, I know you're moving. I feel that you're moving. I, I see the broom. I see you sweeping by every service. But God, does anyone know I'm here? Does anyone see that I am lost? Does anyone take notice that I'm hurting? God wanted somebody to know today. Perhaps nobody in this place knows what you're going through. But he said, I have come. I have come. And I will not relent. I will not rest. I will not give up on you. I will not quit searching. I will not keep sweeping until I find you. Somebody ought to be encouraged by that this morning. Somebody better lift their hands right now and begin to cry out to the Lord and say, God, don't pass me by. Oh, I can't go another Sunday like this. I don't want to go another month feeling the way that I've been feeling. God, I don't want to go another minute, God, without knowing that your eye is on me and that you can reach down and restore me today. God, I don't know if I'll survive another year. I don't know if I'll survive another week. God, I need you to restore me today. You see, some of us have been lost for so long. There's so much dust on top of us. We're looking at our situation saying, nobody's ever going to find me. I'm the one in the rubble. I'm buried beneath it all. No one will ever recover me. I am lost forever. But God said, no, I'm searching until. I've come today to sweep away until. I have come today to do whatever I've got to do to get you from your place and restore you, to put joy back in your heart, to put peace back in your life, to restore the joy of your salvation, to fill you again with my spirit. I have come today. Can we stand all across this house? You say, preacher, how can you say all of this stuff and be so sure? How can you say that? Just because he's searching doesn't mean he'll find me. Just because he's here doesn't mean I'll be found. Just because he's sweeping away the stuff around me, I'm buried pretty deep in some stuff. He may not get to me today. It may be somebody else's day. I want to show you back at Luke 19 and 10. We've quoted this so many times. We've read it countless times. But I've never noticed it in this light until this week. For the Son of Man is come. That is present. He is come. To seek and to save. You mean just like that shepherd? 
Yes, just like that. You mean just like that father? Yes, just like that. You mean just like that woman? Yes, just like that woman. He said, I have come to seek and to save. And at that point, it is like something happens. It's like the moment he declares that he has come to seek and to save. It's already a done deal. Because it doesn't say, I have come to seek and save that which is lost. He says, I have come present. And something all of a sudden happens the moment he starts seeking. He starts walking down your aisle. He starts moving down your pew. And he said, something just shifted. Something just changed. You're not lost. You was lost. You was a sinner. You was a drunk. But the moment I began seeking, the moment I came down to this earth, the moment I rolled myself in flesh, you are not lost. You are found. I've come to restore you today. I've come to find you where you are. Leave. No eat today. You shall be found. You are not lost. You shall be found. Come on, somebody, take the hand of your neighbor right now. Invite them to the altar. Say, come on, he is here. He is here. Oh, here. Woo! Hallelujah.